Welcome to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast with Phil Graham and Sam Carlson. We help you master Facebook ads and give you an edge over your competition. If you want to be part of a movement that is taking digital marketers to new heights, this is for you. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast. We are so excited to be back, as always, every single week, bringing serious fire from the Facebook gods right to your radio, your stereo, whatever, I don't know, your iPod. We're bringing it to you. I'm your host, Sam Carlson, here with my home slice. Phil Graham, what's up, everybody? Hope you're having a great week. Yep, absolutely. We're super excited once again to be here. Uh, We've got a pretty cool podcast today. I'm excited for it because I actually have some some real world, in fact, we were just talking before the podcast, we've got some real world scenarios that we're going to lay in front front of you no theory stuff you guys know that when we bring information we're bringing it to you straight from boots on the ground you know eyes on the streets so it's gonna be fire what are we talking about today buddy we are going to be talking about getting reacquainted with facebook video for 2019 for ads um and you're right i think one of the things that makes our things that makes our podcast different in many ways is that we are actual practitioners like I can't remember the the last day that I have not run an ad. It's been a long time. Like we run ads all the time for clients and stuff. And so you and I were in the trenches. Yep. Run ads. We don't just teach this stuff. We actually do it as our main business. So yep. I think that makes us unique and it's fun to pass along and share some wisdom. So a lot of the stuff we share on the podcast is most of it is not just like thinking or reading out of a book. It's actually experience from running the ads and testing and stuff. So um, anyway, we're going to talk about Facebook video today. I really think that um, it's the best way to get a message out to your market in this day and age and probably will be for years to come. It's not the only way there's other good ways too, but I think it's the best way for people that um, are okay. Like they're willing to do video. Yep. That's very economical at the moment. Don't forget you guys, if you are a new listener to the podcast or if you've been coming for a while, we do have a free gift for you. If you go to www.myelitegift.com, you will find, you will find a free Facebook ads fundamentals course that will take you from A to Z when it comes to picking up a campaign and putting that green publish button and getting your campaigns moving. We do this podcast to help businesses, to help uh, agency owners, to help people scale and grow their business online with Facebook ads. So if you want a cool tool, go to www.myelitegift.com. Grab it. It's free. We're not going to ask you for anything other than your email address. And if you don't, if you can't give us that, then uh, you don't really want the course. <laughs> yeah, you don't deserve it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve it. So it's, it's interesting. Um, if you don't mind, I'll kind of jump into it. You cool? No, dude, I mind. It's my <laughs> turn. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's dude. your turn. No, so jump it, into it, bro. So video is something that like really intrigues me. And I guess before we get into this, at the end of the day, there's not a one size fits all. Okay, so what I'm going to share with you are my observations and a couple of frameworks that I've kind of broken down to help me and my clients get better, more consistent results. And what's interesting is I work with a lot of service providers, okay, mostly in the medical niche. And we're trying to find ways that they can, because they're not, generally speaking, they're not marketers, right? So we're trying to find ways that they can go out and feel confident in in creating content and pitching their services and in becoming acquainted with the community that they're in. 
And so what it required me to do was really just sit down and digest hours and hours and hours of video, video that fell under the category of viral, not viral, not uh, like huge, crazy viral, but kind of like mainstream viral. Right. And I started looking, I was pulling out all these pieces and I couldn't really find an, a really good congruent framework for everything until one day. And it was really interesting. So I was thumbing through my Facebook feed, which I don't normally do, but for whatever reason, I was burning time. I hate it when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. So I'm thumbing through my feed and I thumb stop on a guy sharpening Cutco knives. <laughs> I am not in the market for Cutco knives. I've never bought a knife. Okay. My wife buys that kind of stuff. If we need it, then she's there buying it. And I don't know if she even likes Cutco. I don't know, but that's besides the point. But I found myself in a little bit of a daze wondering what's going on. Why am I watching this? And I actually paused for a minute and I kind of like took a step out of my body. I'm like, okay, why did you stop on that? What was going on? The power of demonstration and the power of curiosity that we have as a society today is overwhelming. That's smart, that's smart, by the way, what you did. I think a lot of people just kind of are pre-programmed. They just kind of go about whatever they see and they it, they, it might get their attention, but they don't think about, hey, why yeah. did it get my attention? That was really smart that you kind of stopped and thought about that. Yeah, there's all these clues out there, you know. In fact, yeah. one of you want a funny little tip. Now, yeah. don't do this as a like in a creepy way, but if you have like a friend, <laughs> uh -oh. that's a preface, right? Uh -oh. If you have like a friend or somebody you know, like kind of see if you can incognito just watch them scroll and see what they stop on. <laughs> well, like I said, you got you should know this person. <laughs> So you're saying yeah. they should put a keylogger on their friend's account. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really interesting to observe. So anyway, so back to kind of like the thing, like the, the key ingredient that I found that I ultimately started, that I created this framework for. And that is the power of demonstration and curiosity when they come together. Like when curiosity and demonstration have a baby, that to me is like your special sauce. Now, it's not a guaranteed formula. But if you go in thinking, hey, what can I demonstrate? How can I create curiosity by doing that? What's the storylines that go along with those things? To me, that is like my, my brain starts exactly on point with those concepts and those ideas in my head. So uh, anyway, that's for 2019, I've been teaching my clients that. And we're, we're seeing really great results kind of using those, that, that, those fundamentals as a framework. I love that. You know, um, video is huge for businesses running Facebook ads. You know, when yep. you do video, if you, there, here's a couple things. Whenever I talk to clients, they're usually in one of two camps. Camp number one is, oh, heck yes, man. I definitely want to do video. Put me in front of the camera. I'm good to go. Or the opposite. Like they, they don't want to get in front of the camera. So there's something for everyone here. If you are okay with getting in front of the camera yourself, that is a huge asset because when people actually see you on video and can see your face and stuff, it accelerates the know, like, and trust factor immensely. 
Agreed. You know, versus just hearing you or, or see, actually not necessarily versus hearing you, but versus seeing text on a page. It's like night and day. I know when I see somebody on, on a video, I feel like I, I can get a feel for them and kind of, you know, feel what kind of person they are. So that makes a big difference. Now, for those of you who don't, like maybe you're just like, no way, I'm never going on video. It's not me. Then there's a couple things you can consider. Number one, if you have staff, you could have a staff person do it, or you could hire somebody to do it. Or number two, not all videos have to have you or somebody's face in them. There's other ways to go about it. So just don't turn this off if you're thinking you are never the one to be on video because there, there are other solutions. So I have two things. I, one is a question for you. And then one actually, before I ask the question is, so Claude Hopkins, Scientific Advertising, he talks about like, branding being more of a like a face instead mm -hmm. of like an, an um like a logo right yes yep so i i mean i think i think you're definitely onto something there the the question i wanted to i wanted to ask you and you guys work with local local businesses i've really niched into that i've recently kind of uh, branched out into some, you know, nationwide stuff and things like that. And so it's really good. But Phil, you've, you've been working with Shark Tank clients. Um, I know you've had some, some really viral campaigns that you've kind of, you know, worked on in the past. And so one of the things I'm wondering from you, when it comes down to those videos, is it a hit and miss kind of thing? Like, like, is it, is it the person, the personality that, that makes it viral? Anything like that? Any kind of tips that you see? I know specifically you had a couple that, you know, I've always been curious about that and I've never asked you. Yeah, you know, I think it's a combination of things. You know, definitely the person makes a big difference, but also the message and, and, and the market. You know, you and I were talking earlier about, you know, if you find the right market. It's just like if you were selling water in the desert at the, yeah. at the marathon finish line, it wouldn't matter how good your personality was, you are going to, you know, people are going to love you, you know, right. no matter what. Um, so that that's part of it. But there's no doubt about it. It helps if you have a, a great personality, if you come across well on video and stuff. And so that if if that's your strength, then that's a huge advantage. Now, some people's strength is writing, and they should really focus a lot on that. So other people is like audio. Um, so but with the thinking back to some of the clients we've had that have really crushed it on video, it was usually either the client themselves or it was somebody that they hired or somebody that was already on their staff that created the video. It was usually a human video, human faces in the video. But the, the good news is it wasn't always the actual client, him or herself. And so that's, that's where those of you who are terrified of video, you could just hire somebody who loves that stuff. And, yeah. and there, so there's ways around it. Um, Sam and I like video, you know, we'd be fine doing video all the time. But there's some people that are just not like that. And that's okay. There, there is one I've actually found a little bit of a workaround for that. Um, and I think the reason most people don't like video is because of the feeling it gets when you feel like you're looking at the camera. It's just you. That feels awkward. Yeah. The best way that I found, and I, I've got clients, I mean, my clients are doctors, you know, that they're generally speaking, they don't want to be on camera. They, they, <laughs> yeah. you know, they didn't bargain for that. 
I found it really easy to get around that, completely make them natural just by bringing another person in the video with them. Right? Yeah, that's a great tip. All of a sudden, instead of like you talking to the camera, which is not natural and awkward to begin with, instead of doing that, now you're talking to a person, right? Yeah, and it's, it's like, oh, the pressure is off of them as a yes. whole. Yep, yeah. it's a really great uh, hack. Um, and if you find yourself in a situation where you just don't feel natural and normal, grab another person in there with, you know, whatever the, whatever the other topic is, you've got somebody around you that can be in video with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it does, it does good things to, uh, you know, to alleviate that pressure. Yeah. Let's put a star next to that tip. Cause that's like a super good one. Um, and let's give a couple tips. This is going to be, you know, a short podcast, but we want to give some actionable tips for how to create a great video. I've got a couple that I want to share and I know you have a couple as well. Number one, what you guys really want to do is you need to grab attention in the first one to three seconds of the video. Grabbing the attention is everything. So when somebody goes to watch a video and they hit that play button, or it might autoplay depending on the situation, if you don't hook them in, let's say three seconds, then they're going to just keep scrolling or they're going to stop watching, which is not what you want. The big mistake most people do when they create a video, especially an ad, is they introduce themselves first. Yeah. Huge mistake. It's, it's the same thing with like putting a really big brand and logo at the top of your yes. funnel or webpage. It's like, man, you got to resist the urge to self-promote sometimes. Yeah. I actually had a client send me a video and it had their logo for the first seven seconds of the screen. Like really cool animation, but I'm like, sorry guys, we have to cut this all out. Because yeah. nobody wants to sit there and watch. Look and they're married them. to that. You know, they're, they're yeah. like, they're, they're in love with it. You know, yeah, you guys, you who cares if your logo is awesome? Like nobody cares unless they know what you can do for them. They're not, right. I mean. And seven seconds to a cold traffic on Facebook. Is death. A lifetime, you know. It's death. Death to uh, prospecting money. Yeah. So how do you get their attention in three seconds? There's a few different ways to do it. You can do it visually. So it could be where you're located. Maybe there's movement. Maybe there's something interesting in your background, whether it's water, people, cities, whatever. Or you could use props. You could be holding a prop or, or making a movement of some kind. So there's that kind of stuff. And then another thing that you could do is with your words. So you immediately either talk about a pain point you know your audience is probably experiencing or a question that piques interest or curiosity or challenges them to think about their problem or situation. If you start with one of those things, and then number three, if all else fails, use a puppy or a baby. It's <laughs> true. Disappointed. Like everybody loves puppies and babies. That's true. <laughs> but if you that's don't have true. one of those available, the other stuff works. So yeah, that's beautiful. I like that. Puppies and babies. <laughs> yeah. Uh what so I, I like to start with the with the end in mind, right? Like mm -hmm. like work back from what your goal is and that way you kind of have an idea of the shots you're gonna get. I think a lot of times we're just thinking about single shot like a like uh um a film, not b roll. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that like, as far as messaging, so just like, there's a lot of videos on YouTube that will teach you how to edit and create awesome videos as far as messaging though, because messaging at the, at the end of the day, 
a, you know, if you're just shining a turd, then <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, you got nothing. So messaging for me, I actually call this one um, my noise and music analysis, right? So in any given market, there is what I consider noise, all right? And noise is characterized as the things, the rhetoric, the cliche phrase that everybody else uses and says. You can also spot noise by the regurgitation of information, meaning if you know people in that industry and you know they're not actually doing the thing, yet they're regurgitating inf information, that's noise. Yep. All right? And when I talk about music, the reason that it's called noise and music is because music is in stark contrast to noise. So we want to be polarizing. We want to be contrasting. All right. And we want to be pleasant. We want to be a, a nice surprise. So it's really important to know exactly what the noise is, list it, like do it, like actually write it down, grab a good old fashioned pen and paper or do a spreadsheet, do a word doc. I don't care, but grab an entire spreadsheet and list all of the noise down. And then when you're coming up with your actual messaging, it must be in contrast, polarizing to, or contrary to that noise. That is the only way that, in my, in my opinion, like I can hack attention, right? Yeah. But just, by, just by sheerly knowing exactly what this audience is inundated with day in, day out, and creating a polar opposite and throwing that in front of them because it'll grab them, you know, this, yeah. it'll grab them quick. Yeah, that's a great tip. I really love that one. I, I like doing that myself because being polarizing is the way to go. Like Dan Kennedy always says, if you're marketing right, you're going to piss people off because you want to be so succinct that you speak directly to your ideal people and literally like, What's the word he uses? Um, oh, repel, repel everybody else. Like if you're in the middle, if you're trying to just be vanilla and please everyone, it literally is probably not going to work on anybody. Video length is too, like this is also a big one. Most people don't know, but the average, not average, the optimum length that Facebook suggests your video ad to be to get the best results is... Can you guys guess what it is? It's 15 seconds. Fifth, one five. Like, you mean it's not seven hours? No. Who are the, I thought people would want to listen to us for like 12 hours, but apparently 15 seconds is the sweet spot on a Facebook ad. So now that being said, if you're like talking about stuff, like it's very hard to, we, we will try 15 second type things, but Typically, what I tell clients is let's try and keep it under 60 seconds so that we can also put it on Instagram and let's just be super entertaining and interesting and stuff like that. And, and we shoot for that. Like 30 to 45 is like really good. If you can do it in less, go for it. And there's, but there's no absolutes, you know. I've seen uh, Facebook ads that are like 30 minutes. It doesn't mean something like that won't work. But when Facebook tells you, Hey, 15 seconds works best based off of all our, of our data. I actually believe them. So I try and skew more towards that. Yep. All right, guys. Hey, that episode's in the books. It was fun. I think it was informative. All right, guys. Hey, <laughs> that episode is in the books. Don't forget, if you want to get a free Facebook ads fundamentals course, go to www.myelitegift.com. 
Bitcoinbrothers.com. Check it out and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Facebook Ads Podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this with all your friends. For show notes, more tips, and to learn more about us, please visit fbadspodcast.com.